Hi, everybody. I did not want to be on the internet today, but I'll tell you what. There is a certain force of moralization in the mud that really helps you. And when it reaches you in the right time, you get your courage back. And I was really kind of, no, I wasn't kind of disappointed. I was catastrophically disappointed because I have to tell you, I've been sitting in a bath of people who've been scorning me for being some kind of an American over the years. It's been oblique. It's been overt. It's been covert. They've used all kinds of tactics. They don't tell me what they think is wrong. They on and on and on and on. You know, the feedback isn't there. You're this, you're that. And then when they finally get you in the room, they want you to conform to something you absolutely have no intention to go along with. So that's what it's like dealing with globalists. And that's what it's like dealing with globalists from APAC. They, they want it's conform or die, obey or die. And I'm in the live free or die corner. So there's, there's really irreconcilable differences in those two viewpoints. Now they want America and they want the mind culture of America I'm not even saying, okay, I'm just acknowledging that that's true. Um, but I don't owe them anything. So that being said, after being exposed to a lot of this, you know, there's a lot of badgering and, um, browbeating and brainwashing and preaching state culture that is, you know, resembles a struggle shame session. You know, you are bad because of your identity, whomever you are. And if you are American, they don't care about your property. They don't care about your liberty. They don't care about you. They only want your stuff and your conformance. They want your obedience and they want it right now. And so the tech companies don't care if they steal your data. They don't care if they steal your essence or take things from you illegally. Um, so the FTCs had to get strong with them about data breaches, data licensing, you know, against, against the will of the consumer data brokerages, concurrent data brokerages and on and on and on and on. And of course they have no conscience about this whatsoever. What is done to your privacy, to your data, whom it's sold to. They don't care if they sell it to the government or to some guy in China. They don't care. They don't have a conscience about it. They don't care if you're exposed. They don't care if you're exposed to damage. They, they have a very callous view. The people at the top of the tech rungs at Google and Microsoft, they have a very callous view of the American person. And while they don't admit it, you know, they have this patina of like humanitarianism. It's UN humanitarianism, which prosecutes no one for no human rights crimes at this time. They, they have this corrupt leverage where they don't inflict law enforcement power where genocide is actually happening. And so it's really hard for them to get a human rights crime going, you know, when it's clear, it's transparent. 
And people have said this for decades. So, <clears throat> so we, we have one slice, vertical slice, to show you in the Julian Assange case where the court system is, is defrauded. It's being used by the U.S. intelligence state. You know, and the charges are espionage and, and traitorism against America, which Julian Assange is not a citizen. He's not a citizen. So, so I'm, I, I don't want to burn up or exhaust your, your attention span. You know this. But this is, this is the vertical slice here of what their version of legal reality looks like. It's corrupt and subjective and arbitrary. You know, they don't care that they're running PR in 2024 about the correct mask to wear. Like this is Singapore or something. And, you know, my, my apologies to Singapore. Uh, but we don't wear masks, you know, just because here in America. Some people do. And I, I've insulted their, their judgment and their capacity to think for themselves um, because there's no pandemic. A little cough, <clears throat> you know, no, no pandemic. You don't need the mask. You don't need it. This is something else going on. It's a mental mind over work. So this is happening in corporations. Corporations, they call it DEI, but there's, there's more going on than just DEI. There's an engineering crew at, working in AI concurrently, and they're part of a corporate culture. And in this corporate culture, there are DEI struggle shame sessions where people are browbeat into thinking a certain way. And they're being coerced to violate civil rights laws actively with coding and, you know, extreme anti-humanitarian coding. Okay. So whoever is doing this from the top down through their weird initiative understands that they're putting forward a standard by force that they're putting into the consumer space. They know this. We are talking about Google Gemini today. We're talking about Google Gemini. So to, to say, you know, oh, the, the love of a child in a sexual way is, is good or, or they, they can't come out against it is a violation of human rights, of, of children's rights, of U.S. children's rights. And no one should be able to generate that type of pornography with an AI product that they use. Just because there's only four countries, I think, in the world that have no, no bar, no low bar on, on child porn. But this United States, where this policy is being generated by the, by the technologist, they have to conform to U.S. standards, our legal standards, but they're being talked out of it by APAC leadership, people doing business with Beijing. Okay, so you've got people... No, I mean, I'm just going to go there. The people who are in charge of technology over the PNW, that's San Francisco all the way straight up to 
through Vancouver into Canada, including Redmond and Seattle and and then the diaspora of leftist arcane think, which is more communist than anything else these days. It does not resemble anything that conforms to human rights or U.S. civil rights law. It just doesn't. They're trying to reformat history using artificial intelligence. And you just have to drop their products. And I hate to do this to you, but I moved to Austin for a reason. Because they closely resemble American reality. And I'm here to save your mind. I'm not here to, to tell you lies or contravene the interest of the truth. I have known this and I have intended to expose this for years. And that's the true purpose of the Unsanctioned Citizen podcast. The true purpose is to show you there's people who think the caste system's okay to superimpose on American culture. There's cultural imperialism from APAC coming forward to us through the top rungs of the tech company. And this is how it's displayed. And I'll say something else. Uh, there was a typeset for Australian woman. And none of the pictures that came up looked like an Aboriginal woman from Australia or anyone who resembles the current population of Australia. They all looked like Central Asian women. Women from Mongolia. Women from Malaysia. They all looked Asian. They didn't look like the native populations of those nations. So even if you wanted to stretch it and say, oh, well, you know, maybe they were going for an aboriginal woman because they wouldn't show the white woman. No, they wanted to bring an imperial mindset that this is, this area, this territory is actually an Asian territory. And while most people won't say that, I will. I've been tracking this issue for a long, long time. I'm not saying that, you know, the person cooking your food, if you go out to eat, has a high, high agenda to knock over our government. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the people, the tech companies, who've absorbed this colossus blob philosophy coordinating in the EU with the World Economic Forum to exterminate a, a large chunk of the population, why would they want to do that? Well, let's, let's go back to the original aim of feudalism and feudal wars. It is land and tribute. They want your stuff. You have stuff. You may not think it's a lot. You might not think it's as much as, say, Elon Musk or, or you know, Joe Rich person in West Palm Beach. But it's yours. It's your stuff. You have it. Maybe you earned it. Maybe it was given to you, but it's yours. And so it doesn't, it's not, no one else is entitled to just come in and, and get it. If they did using force, then that would be theft. So this is kind of core bedrock libertarian principles. Don't people beat people up and don't take their stuff. So I'm going to refer to the hard medicine. We're going to turn on some Alex Jones.
because he 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 was actually the remedy, and I think you'll get something out of it. So this is Alex Jones on X yesterday. He's taking calls, and he's just being prototypical, like caveman Alex Jones. You know, knowing he got the bad guy by the hair. And now now he's letting the audience punch them in the face. It's hysterical. And and I can't say that I, I don't, I didn't enjoy it a little bit. Because I'm sick of how I have been treated as a person. You know, I'm definitely not racist against, you know what? I just need to abandon that. When someone says today, you are racist because you stand here in front of me as a not precisely brown person, that is counter-racism and it is still racism. And so this is not something we, we need to put up with. Don't put up with it. If this is happening to you at your job, if you're going into these weird struggle-shame sessions and they call them DEI, where you are being told what a bad person you are for, for who you are, I want you to, to file a claim with the Civil Rights Commission immediately. Do not stop. Do not, do not collect $200. Go directly to the Civil Rights Commission and also <clears throat> file a report with the local attorneys general and complain to the Labor Relations Board. Complain to anybody who's a labor person about this. There is DEI that has um, practical application, okay? But there there is a level of DEI where you are stood in front of the middle of a room and you're, you're made to confess what a bad person you are, not on any one thing that you have done or not done, but based on your inherent characteristics. And this... This is struggle shaming. So we don't do that here in America. It's not okay. It's not even legal. Not even legal in an employment capacity. So I urge you strongly, if this is happening to you, to stand up for yourself and find the appropriate venue and please, please, please file whistleblower complaint. File complaint. Because the only way this is going to stop the only way this is going to be in the insanity will stop is if you stand up for yourself. And I guarantee you this switches both ways. The, the target of anti-white hysteria who today can be redirected onto the, the black person. It can be redirected onto the, to the undesirable Asian person who, who believes in, in God, you know, or the person with the wrong religion, it can happen to anyone. These are the tools that are being weaponized. They had no intention of getting rid of AI bias because they intended to weaponize it for anti-human purposes. This is proof now, it's broad enough to be recognized, but I also see the Google Gemini problem as a cry for help. And this is it. If you are an engineer who's been stood up in any of those meetings and forced against your will 
to manufacture coding and and propaganda that violates U.S. civil rights law against any person, then that's going to put you in a courtroom. And that puts you in a bad position. Unlawful. So I urge you strongly to, to listen to Alex Jones be a caveman on, on social media for a few minutes. I think you'll laugh. You'll find it really funny. I did. I did. I don't, you may not. You might find it offensive, but that's fine. You know, but you have, you have my assurances here. I've, I've, I'm giving you a credentialed instruction. I'm not going to turn you to, to, to wrong. I'm going to help you understand that this is the weaponization of AI against your interest, human interest, U.S. civil rights interest, U.S. civil libertarian interest, and it is being instructed by corrupt corporate allegiances with APAC and the EU to undermine U.S. law by not conforming with it systemically. They want to make it something that goes in every single browser globally and then so that people won't be able to get out of it like a cage. Oh, we got them all. They're all using the AI. And it it can't be trained against its original training. So it's going to try to mind screw you based on their brainwashing. So this is not happening. You resist right now. You resist right now. Alex Jones. We'll be back in 60 seconds. We're going right to your comments from X Live. Stay with us. All right, folks. We are on over 320 radio stations right now. Over 100 cable and TV stations. So remember, we are still in the old system. Everybody was on X like, what's these ads? What's going on? That's how when they tried to ban me five years ago, we still stayed on air, is all of our affiliates. And the greatest part was when the Soros groups got our affiliate list and harassed them and threatened them. They went, we got Jones on at midnight. Screw that son of a bitch, Soros. Put him on live. We got big. That's the old-fashioned folks out there. We are getting top ratings out of Jones. Why did we put him on weekdays? Screw them sons of bitches. A few stations dropped us. Sacramento, 50,000 watts. Mm. They got harassed by Soros. They dropped us. But for everybody that's only internet, you're like, what's that stuff? It's like grandpa. It's kind of like 1920. There's still a lot of horses on the highway. There's still a lot of carriages. There's still a lot of, we're still reaching people there. But that's why we have these breaks, though I'm skipping half of them. Okay. Chase Geyser, we got a lot of people on X. I want to go to their comments. I've already pontificated. I've already made my points about Google jumping the shark. This is a Bud Light moment. People are seriously pissed about this. Ed Krasen's team can try to be an apologist for it. It was programmed. We know how AI works. My God, you put in, in it what you want. You, They had to tell them no white people. I mean, this is a giant troll by Google. The question is, why are they doing it? What comes out of this? They shouldn't have 90 plus percent of the search results. I don't just want Elon Musk to launch a new search system. I want, there should be 50 big search engines. But yeah, I have a lot more confidence in Musk than I do in Google. Please, Elon, launch your search system. Please. Good God, we need it right now. Google is pure evil. Google is absolutely anti-human scum. I would 
wouldn't be surprised if some alien from Mars is running it. I mean, they're so anti-civilization. I'll go back to this. Screw everybody saying Musk is bad. I'll explain something right now. I'm, I, I had the Globals try to hire me $20 million a year, all the jobs, all the offers. I never, I had Kissinger try to hire me. I mean, I had Fox News try to hire me. I told them, screw you, because they wanted to control me. I can look at Elon Musk and say whether he's good or bad. That's up to him. I don't know. I'm on God. But he's doing irrevocable damage, reaching hundreds of millions of people a day per tweet, per post, wrecking them with stuff like this. Okay? So... I'm glad Google overplayed their hand with the AI image generator as it made their insane, racist, anti-civilization programming clear to all. Uh -huh. I yeah. couldn't write that that good. It's the truth. And I, you can say Elon Musk is a bad person. Well, he shits anti-New World Order resistance. He shits victory. So I'm not going to sit there when coming out of his ass is victory and bitch about it. Maybe he's bad. I don't know. Maybe he's super smarter than all of us. He's got some master plan to screw us. I don't know that. All I know is he is the number one, even above Trump, wrecking ball right now on the anti-human, oh, yeah. anti-civilization dickheads <laughs> that don't want humans to do crazy stuff, don't want us to go to space, say we're all crap, get rid of us. No, I don't believe in that, and neither does Elon Musk. And he's putting his money where his mouth is. So I'm glad to be attacked by all the grandpas and everybody else that's purer than thou to say Elon Musk is the freaking devil. You judge a tree by its fruits. That's right. And Elon Musk is wrecking their world. And so anybody now, you can say Elon Musk is a perfect, but the product is doing, it's like it's a cannon that's firing missiles at the enemy, blowing them up. You're like, well, I don't trust that cannon. Maybe it's bad. Maybe it's going to attack us. Well, it's blowing up the enemy operations right now, and the minute it turns against us, we'll blow it up. But it, 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 it's a no-brainer. I don't mean to go into some... My job is not, a, a, people say, oh, Joe Rogan's controlled, he's an asset. Joe Rogan's a completely regular badass guy who they threatened years ago uh -huh. and messed with, and so he's 10 times more hardcore now, and people need to believe there are real people. You're real viewers, you're real listeners. Well, there are other people that are real too. Just because we have power doesn't mean we are real. And I will not sit there and watch our success be pissed away because we're supposed to be losers. Freedom is popular. We should be taking everything over. God, oh, oh, I'm getting angry right now. We are so close to victory, but people think we're not supposed to have it. Chase, I'm going to stop ranting. I'm skipping the next break coming up. Just go ahead and go to these next comments. Go ahead. Let's hear from Derelict Republic. Derelict, you're up next. Go ahead and unmute yourself and say what you have to say. Chase, thank you, sir. Alex Jones, my brother, Info Warriors, everybody out there. Alex, I got a small request for you. I need a war cry. Nobody's buying it anymore. That's right. I, for one, am happy 
that Google Trudeau and Bill Gates and Rothschild and and, and Schwab, go fuck yourselves. (laughs) Fuck you, motherfuckers. (laughs) Fuck you to hell. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. They're stupid. They keep pushing. They keep pushing it. This, this, This crap with the AI. You know, it's like, okay, you want to attack us because we're white. Go ahead. You're opening everybody's eyes at, at such a fast pace. At, nobody's buying it anymore, man. Uh, that's all I wanted to say, brother. I just, you know, I, it, it's amazing times we're living in right now. And so many but people. But you heard Ed Krasenstein, it's all a big accident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, I, you know what, Ed? You should come to work with me one day. I'll show you what a real man does. Yeah, so if, if you listen to me, I didn't say that. I said we don't know He's still if on? Google programmed it or if it was a la- large language model teaching itself. And I asked, I asked, uh, I asked. Every goddamn oh, show shit. on every freaking channel has white people like retard demons. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you can see it. It's in everybody's He was pre-programmed by an individual or pre-programmed by the large language model teaching itself. There's a difference. No, and I'm saying who's point. programming Netflix? Well, Netflix buys the shows that people want to watch because no, they're going to make oh, them No, they put a predetermined record. rules in. It's on record. That's right. Obama runs Netflix. Lord Krasenstein. <laughs> Listen, Ed. This is this is so far beyond making money. They don't care about making money. They just want to destroy society. They want to destroy. They want to destroy the West because it empowers people. I have a better outlook on humanity than that. I don't. I don't believe that there's. Well, why have the Democrats turned every blue city into a giant stinking asshole? Why is Europe collapsing? Why is it all just literally piss and needles and and crazy people running around drooling? And you're not lying. You're not lying. I work in one of those shithole cities. I work in Philadelphia. I'm a commercial plumber in Philadelphia. It is it is scum. It is nothing but scum and crime everywhere. I, and I, they I allow live, that. I live in it is so terrible. Oh, I grew up in Philadelphia my entire life to watch the last 15 years. Wait, wait, so are, you, are you saying Philly didn't have these problems 20 years ago? No, but certainly every metric that shows, every metric shows it's the worst it's ever been. Are you denying America is absolutely, I mean, if you, I tell you, I go to all cities all the country. It looks like goddamn Armageddon. Uh Uh-huh. What's the worst? What studies show that what's the worst? Studies. I go to New York, there's freaking rats and pits and needles. I go to San Francisco. I go to Dallas. I go to downtown Austin. just... I remember, I remember going to New York as a kid. Denialism. Like, Thirty-five years ago, and remember seeing rats in the subway. I remember seeing homeless people. I remember seeing. Yeah, people. Oh, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Nothing like this. Ugh. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I think certain things. Well, what do you think about? What do you think about? Um, what do you think about all these talk show hosts and the Daily Show? You know, hosts that came back saying filth and disgust and collapse is democratic. I don't. I don't know what you're referring to. John Stewart said. John Stewart goes. said, "Filthy cities that look like toilet bowls are a sign of freedom." No, no, John's wrong. Know, it depends on the context that was used. John I mean, is wrong. It does. That's wrong. He's saying wrong. our cities are collapsing. He's a Russian agent. How are you a Russian agent if you want to fix America, Lord Krasenstein? <laughs> I don't 
don't think you're a Russian agent if you want to fix America, but you're kind of twisting the words around there. I, I think, you know, we've had issues in cities for decades, right? We've had issues in cities. We've had financial problems in cities. We've had drug problems in cities. Cities do tend to vote Democrat. Yeah, but we it's never the, had 120,000 people out of here from a drug. What wow. about fentanyl? Mutually exclusive. Like, you, you, you can't say it's all Democrats' fault that these cities are failing. The people in those cities are voting Democrat. The all right, in all right, all right. And, and, and you're, you're welcome to ride shotgun. I'm going to get to the next person. You can ride shotgun. Uh, but let's, let, let, let's play the short clip of uh, John Stewart whose brother ran the New York Stock Exchange, he's worth billions of dollars, he's worth hundreds of millions, up here saying, if you don't like feces and needles, you're anti-American. Oh, here it is. Yeah. Very exciting video, as you can see right now. I saw the crew be rolling. Uh, pull it in, pull in the computer, we'll do it. All right, get, get that ready for me. All right, Chase, tell us who's up next. I have Lumi Casanova next, because I told him we'd go to him next, and then we'll take some of these other speakers as well. I can go after Lumi. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Alex, for having me on uh, twice now. And um, I wanted to just touch with you quickly on uh, the fact you said about psychological warfare, destruction of society. Um, I'm going to highlight some things for you and break some things out. So something I came across as a researcher was this. Uh, there's two types of cloud seeding. One of them uses silver iodide. Right? And it pulls through the air, um, and then it gets down to the ground, and it becomes silver dioxide. That doesn't sound relevant right now. When I add this to adrenochrome, what is adrenochrome? Adrenochrome uh, can cause schizophrenia, right? It also can be made with silver iodine, uh, which is kind of interesting because basically we have a mass psychosis in society right now. And on top of that, you can see that the violence in America is like nothing we have seen in any other country. Um, on top of that, I really do think that there should be a license for anyone who does use silver iodine, which there isn't, uh, because it's basically non-harmful, so they don't even need to... Okay, well, we're talking about Google and AI, and I'm not poo-pooing what you're doing, but yeah, there's a geoengineering program, the former CIA director admitted it, there's all sorts of toxic crap getting injected out there, now, the Romans, you know, line their, their, their pottery with lead, that's why they were so warlike, that's all been looked at, that's all known, so yeah, we're basically drugged out, out of control, I hear what you're saying, but I think we're having a discussion about Google. What's your view on Google and this whole AI situation? Yeah, bringing the Google thing. So basically, all bias is programmed in. We know that from every every empirical data we've created. Because basically, when you program something, you create bias by actually making it. So when you can't tell me that at Google, no one flagged that as a problem. And if they didn't, that's biased in itself. Because every large language model is built by flagging things, which is basically someone is correcting it, right? And that's how the model is built. So if you're telling me that no one in the whole of the organization which was overseeing it didn't flag that. And oh, they always the want plausible deniability. They're saying white genocide, erase whites, the ADL saying it. It's actually happening. Thank you for the comment. Uh, let's uh, go to another person on X there, Chase. Let's hear from Asia. She's next in line. Then we'll do uh, Katie Walsh, then Jake. Go ahead, Asia. Yeah, so there's so much to say about the way LLMs work. And I, th I think Google is trying to step in, you know, just, just to make sure that they you know, that they have some skin in the game. But LLMs work by scanning a corpus of text at zeros and ones. So even obviously anybody that's entering in that's pro 
programming the system, which happened a long, long time ago, has bias. But it runs itself. That doesn't mean it's sentient, but it's responding to sequence. It's building sequence based on the input. That's the way LLMs work. Well, that's what I said earlier, is that you can turn on any TV Thank show and, and, and see it. It's all pre-programmed into it. And so what is that no. doing? It doesn't help black people to have every corporate person be a black person. Why are they doing that? Because the evil globalists are literally hiding behind black people. It's a, that's different. That's different. So what you're saying is different than the way LLMs worked. I, I appreciate your passion. No, explain it. Explain it to people. Okay. If you want to have a talk tomorrow, I think that that would be... You know, you're an awesome. idiot. Why call into a talk um, show if you're not going to talk? Cognitive scientists in the room that can kind of add add some. You talk to him right now. You add twat. some information here. I have to be careful what I say, but LLMs are they're they're spanning a corpus of text and responding to the sequence. It, it's all just based on the specificity it, of your specificity and it's responding according. to your no, yeah, It's what the AI is searching is what it shows. No, so it's AI what you programmed it to shows do. People, so it exaggerates that, saying that's what people want. No, it's just language. Yeah, and the language, language that you trained it on. No, no I, I, I get it. The language is saying only black people exist. Mm-hmm. And so all it's showing no. is black people. Yeah. Nobody, nobody has the barometers to make it that specific. Yes, you do, and that's a lie. Well, talk to me like I'm five years old. What are you saying? So it, it depends on the LLM. So OpenAI is different than Grok, for example. And? They're, they're scanning on different corpuses of text. Okay. Different inputs. They're scanning on different inputs of language. So what about Gemini? Do you have any audit on Gemini? Very interesting. I really appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Who's up next, Chase? Let's hear from Katie Walsh next. Katie, go ahead and bring yourself, or excuse me, Katie Weissel next. Go ahead and unmute yourself. You wish to pronounce it. I don't mind. Weissel, Weissel, it's cool. Uh, but thank you. Yeah, I'm, you know, amen to you, Alex, because I always say, talk to me like I'm a five-year-old and simplify things. <laughs> I'm very fortunate to have a five-and-a-half-year-old. Um, so I often do that too. And I'll speak to him about it because... The issue that I've got is with these bloody algorithms and um, and these YouTube kids and YouTube, etc. But the prevalent thing is, having learned vicariously through my five-year-old eyes, the, the very kind of like basic fundamental journey of using such tools, um, of how manipulative it really actually is. Um, I can understand why in 2019 there's this lawsuit for millions against Google um, and YouTube, etc., uh, for data breaches of, of, mm. of uh, I don't want to get it factually wrong, it's 136 million to the FTC and 34 million to New York, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah. Big, over and over. Over and over. Companies are stealing data, doing whatever they want. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, is that with this data, data, what have you, it is just, uh, there has to be a starting point, right, for these models that are coming out with ChatGPT or OpenAI or what have you, and now with Google, there has to be a starting point. 
and somebody mentioned earlier, they are sandboxing is uh, for you know such data. Where they're getting that from, though, uh, that's I right. Question these breaches. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But what I did have a, a, a great conversation with Adrian about not long ago was when I was messing around and don't laugh at me on Minecraft, believe it or not, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the hell is this? A lot of AI um, and building this this world. Uh, I was like, do you know what? Because I'm telling it what I want it to do, what's stopping me from telling uh, these models to... Um, of me programming said information? So I would ask... Uh, these AI bots or what have you, actually I tried it with ChatGPT, um, questions even about myself being in the public eye here in the UK, and then I would correct the information and I would input the data. And so I said, much like Minecraft, if we can then all input and feed the data, because it sure ha- it has to go back to the system, sorry for sounding basic. It should. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you it's send it back to the system. Okay, so whoever's there talking, go ahead. Is that Lord Krasenstein? <laughs> Lord Krasenstein. Sorry, I just wanted to chime in on what Katie was saying. Systems will always confabulate. Okay, so who's this? Right. Asya. Asya, uh, go ahead. Systems will always confabulate. If you're, if you're not specific enough with the input, so you're... Pr- you're Nick, don't laugh at me. <laughs> You're, you're programming the LLM to give you a response based on the input that you're that, that you're asking it. If you're not specific enough, well, it will that be is the most Kamala so Harris only black response to this woman's statement. We should probably have a conversation tomorrow on uh, the get off my of get LLM. off my phone. Get off my phone. Right, well, let's I, move I, on to the next no, group no, no I've had it. I've had it. Do you see how arrogant and awful and pedantic these ideologues and and that's what this is this is someone with um a patina of computing credentialism posing as somebody who's high knowledge about llms okay she throws in a few five dollar words at alex jones and his audience and expects them to bow down and accept her her authority. But she's made no statements. She's given no conclusive evidence. And she thinks that there aren't more people who understand how you program LLMs. And yes, it will confabulate. But what the training bed data that you feed this animal, this LLM, has and gives... It's still garbage in, garbage out, girl, all day long. It does what you tell it to do. And someone in that programming chain said, no white people. And you need to just sit there and have a moment of admittance. Okay? Because if someone said, no native people, it would be, I don't know, it'd be an analog, digital, cultural depiction of some sort of Genocide? You know, and, and it wouldn't be genocide. It's not genocide. No one was really killed. But the aim and the intention and the demonstration of what the tech is can do is right there. But you chose the white people as the target. That target can shift to someone else or some other disfavored group tomorrow. But you chose white people to make your target. 
So, you know, Google screwed up for real, but they also showed their hand. I really think that this is Gemini's cry for help. The programmers cry for help because they're being overwhelmed. They can't do their jobs. And they're being led to do things that are uh, not conforming to human rights or to U.S. civil rights law. So that's where I'm going to end it. You know, you can get arrogant with Alex Jones and he'll, he'll put up with your meandering. But his audience can see you coming five miles away. And they're not all dummies, girl. And they're not all going to take your... Your tissue base for granted. They're gonna they're gonna check your credentials and they're gonna audit your code. So <clears throat> I'm so sick of them. <laughs> so I'll drop some source links in the in the source section. I, I really appreciate you for for listening to this because it's a live demonstration of what we're actually dealing with. And uh, it's greatly gratifying. I don't hate the internet today as much as I did on Friday. So thank you guys for, for being a part of this and all of my subscribers. Please share this, this podcast with others. Remember, everyone has power, especially you. Especially you. Come back on Thursday and I'll have a podcast or more content for you throughout the week. This has been Sheila Dean for the Unsanctioned Citizen. Thank you for listening here at Liberty in Many Directions.